your insecurities, your worries. You roll them all up into a ball. You turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up. Then candy out. Pick your goal and stick fucking to it. You wishy-washy motherfuckers. I can't fucking stand you. I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time with the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. I am your host, Fitness Informant, founder and CEO, Ryan Buck. I want to thank you guys for stopping by and checking out this week's podcast in which I'm going to do a deep dive into essentially how I turn my passion of fitness, sports nutrition, nutrition and general health into a full-time career. That's right. Those of you who listened to last week's episode with Jay Cutler know that I left my job within corporate America to pursue fitness informant full-time as the CEO and to move this train forward as we help more people make better decisions based on the content and educational information that we put out there. So extremely stoked about this episode here today because really I'm not sure how many times I've told this story or especially to many of you people listening or watching on YouTube. I'm not really sure if I've ever actually walked through the whole process and the whole uh, creation process of Fitness Informant and then how we built that business into what it is today to allow me to walk away from a six-figure job with great benefits, stocks, basically a safe job, covering and, and managing a brand that was worth $140 million. That was my job. I walked away from all that because Fitness Informant is my passion, it's my baby, it is what I have built basically with my bare ass hands, essentially alone, had some help, so I don't want to discredit the ones who helped me get here, but today we'll dive into how I made Fitness Informant my full-time source of income, my full-time source of what I do with my time, and basically kind of what our plans are moving forward, because I have these ideas that are massive, and it really took me to leave that space, which is corporate America, to pursue Fitness Informant full time. This week's pumped up segment is being brought to you by Built Fast Formulas award winning Vasal Blitz Pump Igniter. Let's also talk about Full Blitz, the brand new pre-workout from Built Fast Formula. Not only is Vasal Blitz the winner of our 2018 Shield of Excellence Award for the best pump product, it is also the first nitrate form- formula fully dosed with 30 servings, not scoops. When Vasal Blitz is consumed daily, even on your off days, it will last you a full month. All this for only $34.99. And as a special offer to our listening audience, use coupon code INFORMANT and save 15% off. Listen, I'm pumped up because Full Blitz did launch last week, and it was a massive launch for Built Fast Formula. I want to thank everybody who supported Built Fast Formula through the Fitness Informant platform using promo code INFORMANT. That saves you 15%. I believe you also, with the the initial launch was really cool. Uh, They gave out, essentially you're buying the 24-serving Full Blitz. And with that, you're also getting the seven serve vasal blitz. So you get full 31 days of pump. Even so, basically the vasal blitz you take on your off days, and then the full blitz you obviously will take in the gym. So I'm pumped up for Matt Coleman and the team over at Built Fast Formula for having a successful launch on full blitz. I'm using it right now. I love it. I think it's great. I think the stims that they added, which is caffeine and yohimbine, and not a lot of yohimbine, works well with the pump complex because they're not really fighting against each other as much as some of these stims and pump uh, ingredients can because DMAA, for instance, was one of the worst blood constrictors on the market. So people who were trying to get an epic pump while, while supplementing with DMAA, it was tough to do because DMAA would just like seal the, the blood vessels. Actually, what's funny, and not a lot of people know this, DMAA is actually w- was derived from nasal spray. So uh, nasal spray is meant to, to keep you congested, but it also helps with like the terms of like your, your capillaries in your nose and kind of like constricting that uh, because a lot of people with, with plugged nose will also get nosebleeds. So DMAA would also be in the, the, the nasal spray to help with the nosebleeds aspect while allowing those things to open up. So then we started to consume that, which was weird. But, um, you know, DMAA is an interesting subject. We could talk a whole podcast on DMAA. I know a lot of people out there listening to this podcast 
Wish that DMAA was still around, uh, and it's still going through the court system with Jared Wheat, and uh, we def- we don't have an update on that yet. So, But, I'm, again, I'm pumped up about what's going on over at Built Fast Formula. It'll be interesting to see this company evolve because now they have Vasoblitz and they have Full Blitz. So we will definitely see what they do moving forward here in 2019. The Genius Moment of the Week this week is being brought to you by the Genius Brand. The Genius Brand offers high-quality supplements with scientifically proven, clinically-dosed, all-natural ingredients. With a blatant disregard for profit margins, the Genius Brand focuses on creating innovative, industry-leading wellness supplements to help you live an active Healthy, long-lasting life. Supplement Smart today. Check out full reviews of the brand over at fitnessinformant.com. The Genius brand's coming out with some cool stuff. Uh, we actually have the Digestion Optimizer, which we'll have the full review over at F5 very soon. Uh, but they, are, they sent us some labels on some of the new stuff that's coming out. So uh, a very cool stuff coming out of the Genius brand. Uh, the Genius Moment of the Week, and we kind of, you know, every week we talk about certain things as it approaches your, your health and wellness. And for me, you know, I talked to Lane Norton at the Arnold Classic. And for me, the genius moment of the week is don't get dialed in on any one one particular diet and think it's the best diet of all diets. So what I can't stand is when I talk to somebody and they say, I'm on the keto diet and it's it's the best or, or carbs are for cowards. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, carbs are not bad for you. How do you lose weight? It's pretty proven how you lose weight. You lose weight the way that we've always lost weight. And that's a calori- calor- caloric deficit, which means you burn more calories than you consume. Like, that is the simple equation. That is the, the equation of all time. That is how you lose weight. Now, there are specific diets that can help you achieve that. Like, you can do keto and lose weight. But Lane said something interesting. He said if, if keto was the best diet on the planet, then everybody who followed keto diet would be fucking shredded. And that is not the case. So the genius moment of the week for me this week is just do your due diligence, do your homework, and don't be an ignorant asshole about your diet. If it's, if it's keto, it's not the best. If you're a vegan, it's not the best. Right, if you're if you're on this carnivore diet, it's not the best. You can take different uh, different aspects from each diet and incorporate your. For me, I essentially follow flexible diet. Right, like I eat what I want when I want, but I also do it within reason. I understand what I'm eating and how it affects me, my body composition. I don't count macros anymore. I did that once upon a time, and basically, after you count macros for for an extended period of time, you understand like how much you can eat based on your body weight. And the people who meticulously calculate and track macros, there's nothing wrong with that. But you also need to understand that the calories and the grams of fat and everything listed on the side of a label, it's based on a law of averages, people. Like, it's not even exact. If something has 230 calories printed on the side of a box, that does not mean that portion size that you are having actually contains 230 calories. It could be 300 calories or it could be 150. But the law of averages state that the calories per serving should be 230. So even when you're meticulously tracking your macros, you're not exact. It's, a, it's an inexact science, or it's an exact approach to an inexact science, I guess you could say. So again, genius moment of the week this week is just be open-minded as it comes to diets. Don't be ignorant. Don't be a dickhead about your, your, your diet because every diet has aspects that work. Every diet has aspects that don't work, etc. The hypertrophy tip of the week is being brought to you by MuscleTech's new NitroTech IsoWay. It's the purest whey protein isolate available on the market today. IsoWay uses BioPro 97% isolate as the only protein source, while the majority of proteins on the market are using a protein source that's only up to 90% pure. IsoWay also includes the revolutionary ingredient Prohydrolase, which has been scientifically proven to break down protein quicker into its biousable form, resulting in a 20% more amino acid absorption versus whey protein alone. Reduce discomfort and improve performance. Packed with 25 grams of protein, less than one gram of carb, and absolutely no fats or sugars. Muscle Tech's Nitro Tech Iso Whey is a must for protein users. We actually just reviewed uh, Muscle Tech's Iso Whey, and it's really clean. Like you can tell in the flavor, it's so clean. So uh, that full review is over at fitnessinformant.com. My hypertrophy tip of the week is we just launched our new eight week hardcore hypertrophy, excuse me, our eight week hardcore hypertrophy program over at fitnessinformant.com, sponsored by Cage Muscle Supplements. This is actually the program that I wrote that I followed to get lean, big, massive. It's like so many people who follow us on on social media asked what program I was on. It's a push-pull leg split six days a week, eight weeks. It's fucking hard. It's not easy. But if you follow it, you dedicate yourself to a diet that works. Again, go back to the genius moment of the week. 
you can achieve some really, really good stuff. We've had some testimonials on a lot of our training programs already, whether it be the powerlifting program from NutriBio or the Lean Mass program from Red Conwan or the German volume trainer from, from Build Fast Formula. Like, we also have Eviscerate, which is a fat loss program. I keep writing these new programs for different goals in mind, and I'm writing more programs as it pertains to your schedule because I know not everybody can commit to eight weeks at six days a week. So like, that's 48 days. That's a lot of days in the gym. I can do that. But I understand some people can only do three days a week. So I need to write programs that have body splits for three days a week. You're going to start seeing those come out to fitnessinformer.com. But the hypertrophy tip of the week is download that hardcore hypertrophy program. If you really are serious about putting on body mass as we, as we, as we go in the spring, uh, it'll be super beneficial uh, for you guys to follow that program. I believe in it. Uh, Cage Muscle believes in it. They approved it. And again, I wrote it. I'm a certified trainer as well. A lot going on in the sports nutrition world. Obviously, you guys and girls know that I was at the Arnold, uh, and from there, a lot happens, right? Like, it keeps us super busy. One of the biggest things that came out of the Arnold Classic, and it's actually been something that I've been looking into for a couple weeks, is the science behind the ingredient Vaso 6 from Compound Solutions. Now, Vaso 6 is a pump-enhancing ingredient that has – the studies were on grapeseed extract – that Compound Solutions markets to the world where it says it increases nitric oxide levels by X. And there are a lot of products that use Vaso 6. And I'm not saying Vaso 6 does not work. I hope it works. I hope the science is real. But the commercialization of the product or the ingredient that Compound Solutions brought to market was a green tea extract, which is cheaper than grape seeds. So I can understand the change. But what never, what never changes, they kept referring to that same study. And they kept referring to the same claims made in the grapeseed extract study. Now, they are saying their, their, their sales team and people associated with Compound Solutions say that the study contains constitutes, so therefore it does not matter if it's green tea extract or grapeseed extract. That might be true. I don't know enough about the science of it, but I do know that they are now being sued in an Arizona court by Thermolife International. Thermolife International is the company that holds the patent to nitrates, so your NO3T technology and your nitrates that you have in pumps. Now, this is a company that sues a lot of people. So there's a lot of people out there saying this guy's just so happy. He's just looking for a quick payday. But in, in, in his defense, uh, I don't know him personally, I had the same questions. And I reached out to Compound Solutions and asking for clarification on these questions. And I never got them because then all of a sudden this lawsuit came out. And I had no idea this lawsuit was happening. So I've been digging around trying to find answers to this too. Uh, Compound Solutions came out with a response to the lawsuit saying they stand behind all their ingredients, the quality, and the people who had been investing in their ingredients should not worry about it. But they really didn't address like the actual science or the claims of them using these claims that pertain to grapeseed extracts. So for me, I'm like waiting on pins and needles because I'm, I've become this ingredient geek that I need to know what we're talking about. I need to know if, if Vaso 6 is a real legit product or an ingredient because there are people who will tell me that Vaso 6 is the best thing since sliced bread that can act really well as a standalone ingredient. And then there are people saying like their alternatives to it just don't work. We just wrote an in-depth article on nitrosogene from Nutrition 21 over at Fitness Informer, and that's one area of the website that we're going to build out is we're doing this ingredient educational portal where we're going to be looking at branded ingredients like Vaso 6, like nitrosogene, like Velocitol, and writing up in-depth reviews on these in terms of like what they're used in, why they're used, what they work well with, are there any side effects to these ingredients, what they should be dosed with, and then we go a step further and actually show you products in which we reviewed at Fitness Informant that contain that ingredient at the right dosages. So when you're purchasing products in the market, whether you're online or you're in a store, you can just go to fitnessinformer.com, go to the tools tab and look at the ingredients. And then you can look at those ingredients. If it's beta alanine, if it's citrulline, citrulline malate, if it's tyrosine, if it's uriah gerensis, you can look at that page, understand what those ingredients are. And then you can look at the label of the product you have in your hand and say, okay, this is being dosed at X. Fitness Informant's research says it should be dosed between these two amounts. And you can start doing some of this math yourself. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be here to help you out, but it, it's my job to educate you as the consumer so that way when you walk into a GNC or a vitamin shop or you go to a bodybuilding.com or whatever it might be, you know what to look for in these products. So that's how we've been diving into the ingredients, and that's how that came up. So that is a very interesting concept that we will, uh, we will see what goes on. Uh, Ghost had, had a big week as well. They launched their new cinnamon cereal protein on March 7th, which is National Cereal Day, but they also previewed their brand-new amino product. That is, uh, uh, they essentially, it's an EAA product, a bunch of aminos in it. Um, it also has a hydration complex in it as well. That full breakdown is over at fitnessinformant.com. 
the, one of the bigger things to come out of the Arnold, which was kind of quiet, and I talked about this, was Olympus Labs has finally let us see the label to their new No Mercy. And on top of that, they let us see the new brand design. So they took a left turn uh, on their brand that they had. They actually used a new logo on this thing. It is very – it's a pretty it's – a, it's a clever-looking package. It'll be interesting to see how it does on shelf. I prefer this packaging over the old packaging, but the new label features S7, which is an ingredient from Futureceuticals. Which uh, Futureceuticals will tell you it'll combat, it'll go against head to head with nitrates. I don't know if that's true. I've been using it at, at its uh, 50 milligram dosages that it's been doing. I've had good pumps, um, so I'm going to keep using it and see if it if it is good. Uh, I'm a nitrate guy. I think nitrates work well, but I'm not opposed to uh, trying something new. And S7 is a uh, basically a plant derivative of seven different plants to make up this this ingredient at a small dosage that boosts NO levels by like. 200%, something crazy like that. So that news is over at fitnessinformant.com as well. Primavo Labs announces their new Intracell 7 Black. This is interesting. This is like an all-encompassing intra-workout supplement that features uh, several different carb sources. It has your branched-chain amino acids. It has your EAAs. It has electrolytes. It has your performance blend, which is like taurine. Uh, and it has like glycerol powder. But then the, the carb blend, which includes like carb 10, which is like organic barley and some of these other stuff. So this is a very comprehensive formula. Expensive formula. There's actually six brand ingredients, I believe, uh, in this particular product. So that label and the look is over at fitnessinformant.com. For those of you not familiar with Primable Labs, they make some really good stuff. And we reviewed several of their stuff at FI. Uh, that You'll be seeing a lot more coming out at Fitness Informant from Primeval. We think that they're doing a really good job. Uh, a couple more different flavor launches here this week as well. Redcon 1 introduced two new MRE light flavors. Uh, they're going to be Snickerdoodle and Strawberry Shortcake. Those went on sale on Friday, so you head over to redcon1.com. You can use coupon code INFORMANT, save 10% off your entire order. Check out those new flavors. Aaron Singerman tells me personally that they're the best two flavors of the line. I've not had them yet, so I can't vouch for that, but Aaron typically shoots me straight, which I, uh, which I appreciate. Nutribio had a big week too. They went ahead and launched brand new pounders, I like to call them, in their breakfast inspired cereal or breakfast inspired protein series. So they have one pound containers now. You can buy a one pound container of each of the flavors, which is going to be cinnamon sugar donut, uh, pancakes and maple syrup, and blueberry muffin. That way you don't have to commit to more than that to figure out what you want. I believe the three together retail for like 70 bucks, which is three pounds for 70 bucks. So a little bit higher in price, but it also is giving you the flexibility to try out the three different variations. Uh, and then uh, at the end of the week here, they uh, at the end of last week, they launched out their new strawberry pastry extreme mass flavor. So they've only had vanilla and chocolate in their extreme mass. So strawberry pastry is something completely different. If it actually includes pastry pieces, I'm not sure. But it, it's a new flavor, and their, their whole um, 2019 has been flavors and new products. So they have been absolutely killing the game in terms of product launches over at Nutribio. And I don't think anybody could tell or anybody can say anything different uh, at, when we say that Nutribio may be the front runner in the 2019 brand of the year. Now, if these innovations and these launches don't work, eh, then maybe we have to write them off, right? But uh, until they prove to us that they don't work, um, we, can't, we can't go ahead and say that. So very busy week in the world of sports, nutrition, supplements. Uh, My Protein Bites, their new uh, peanut butter and butterscotch cookies are now available as well. You can go to MyProteinBites.com, use promo code INFORMANT, and that, I believe, saves you 15% as well. So a really big week. Um, I don't think we talked about it, but Ghost also launched their Burn label. So they, they, they previewed their new amino. They previewed their new Burn, which is going to be available in the uh, UK, US, Air, um, Australia, and New Zealand. So that will be available exclusively on the Ghost website. Once that's launched and available, we will let you guys know because we've been getting a lot of questions on Ghost Burn, and rightfully so. It's a, it's a, phenomenal, a phenomenal profile on Ghost Burn. Just what a week. I mean, we did talk about Cytosport selling off, or Hormel selling Cytosport to uh, Pepsi, I think, for $340 million, something crazy like that big number. But Pepsi could go ahead and leverage this company, uh, Muscle Milk, and do some really cool stuff with it because I know they were trying to uh, increase their Muscle Up series over at, at Pepsi. So um, it'll be great to, to see that happen, uh, to see what they do with, with Cytosport and that brand because that brand has been struggling. The brand started off as a, as a standalone brand, sold to Hormel, which is a food company in a small town called Austin, Minnesota. They, they do do like uh, pork and chicken. I mean, that's really what they do. Like I actually, a uh, little fact, I did an internship with Hormel when I was in college. So actually I got to see the plant. I got to see what they do there. Protein powders was not one of them until they started bringing in Cytosport. So uh, they uh, uh, must have never mastered it or they got a good return on their investment and they all sold it to Pepsi. So it'll be interesting to see what Pepsi does with this brand as we look at the RTD category as a whole because it's been RTD energy drinks. And then you have this RTD series of protein drinks, which is primarily muscle milk, but Redcon 1 is looking at an MRE light RTD, which could release later this year. 
All right, guys, we're going to take a little bit break here as we brought down and broke down what's going on in the world of sports nutrition and uh, post Arnold. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the star of the start and rise of Fitness Informant and why I ultimately made the decision to leave a six figure job to pursue Fitness Informant full time. The BAR Breakfast at the Ready is finally here. The world's first protein bar made with real cereal pieces from some of your favorite cereals and the best cereals of all time. This bar has 20 grams of protein, only 20 grams of carbohydrates with five of them coming from sugar and four grams of fat, 190 delicious calories that you can fit in at any time. Any person can take this bar, man, woman, child, whether you're working out, you're training to build muscle, or you just need a healthy snack throughout the day, the BAR is your solution. Go to redcon1.com and order the BAR breakfast at the ready right now. <laughs> With the amount of hard work that I put in, I need a reputable brand. I absolutely love this stuff. The energy is amazing. The pumps are ridiculous. The flavor is absolutely delicious. I was blown away by the amount of energy, the muscle pump. It keeps me going throughout the day. Take your workouts to the next level. The energy was so crazy for me. Really gives me the boost I'm needing in the morning. You will train harder, you will see better pumps, you will go longer in the gym. The quality of the ingredients makes a difference. Try Rise, you're gonna love it, I guarantee it. Their products are top of the range and I'm very proud to be a part of Team Rice. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. Things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. Most of my life chasing what's termed as unattainable. An obstacle in my path, I torment it. Any limitation trying to control my environment, I tame it. Any excuses I transform into commitments. The haters, they're too small for me to even see. For 28 months before Cage Muscle even released, I broke myself against the world to identify, track, test, and trial the ultimate resources available in human existence to bring you something the world has never seen. Change is upon us. Don't justify your complacency. Evolve with me. Part animal, part machine. 
I'm Chris Gethin, and I am Cage Muscle. Inside the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. This is episode 21, featuring basically just me this week. We normally have guests on, but this week I thought was super special because this is my first week doing the podcast where Fitness Informant is now my full time full time thing. Like this is what I rely on to pay my bills, to put food on the table, and it's uh, it's a story that I think is super important because. I'm not going to say it's cliche per se, but sometimes you hear these stories where people say, you know, I came from from rags to riches type thing. I came from nothing. And in my case, I really did come from nothing. And uh, this is this is a very interesting thing for me. It's a very humbling thing for me that I have this opportunity now to run this platform that I spent so much time building and put so much passion and hard work into. And ultimately, it wouldn't be possible without the love and support of people listening, at, like like you guys listening to this podcast the brands that I've worked with, uh, people who have believed in FI. It's been a, been a hell of a ride. And um, so for me, a little bit about me, like I grew up in a small-ass town, and nobody in my family went to college. I mean, you barely got out of the fucking town. I mean, this was a manufacturing town in central Wisconsin, 4,000 people. My mom worked literally three jobs. I slept on a couch from basically the age of 10 to 14. I didn't even have a bedroom. You know, I'm sleeping on a couch. I'm watching my mom work her ass off to provide food, to pay the rent, to make sure that the lights and the heat stay on. And she's doing it with three jobs, like I mentioned. And my brother, it was me and my brother, and I had two other brothers that were really never around. And my dad would work two jobs because he had, was responsible for child support. And, but he was working two jobs, which would basically lead to him never be able to make any of my sporting events. And for the longest time, I, could, I, I remember staying at the pitching mound and looking up and never seeing my dad in the stands and being so so pissed, you know, being being a kid at twelve years old, and I was a good good baseball player. Like I thought that's what I was going to do. I thought baseball was the sport for me. Baseball and basketball were the two things that I was really good at. But I was passionate about professional wrestling too. But it's you know I looked up, my dad was never there, and I was like, man, you know, someday, someday if I ever have a kid, I'm going to make sure that I'm not like my dad. You know, I'm going to be at all their things. I'm going to be. Uh, at their sporting events and now that I have a daughter you know I look at that and I try to spend as much time as possible with her and um, but I realized in adulthood when it comes to my dad anyway like he wasn't there at my sporting events because he had to work and he had to work hard to pay bills same with my mom my mom somehow made it to all my stuff like she made it a point she told her employers like if you make me work I'm gonna tell you to fuck off because I'm gonna be there for my son and I've always appreciated that. But what I really took away from both my mother and my father that maybe I didn't realize at, the, at then, you know, back in my teenage years, it was like their work ethic and how hard they worked. And throughout my entire life, like that has been literally what, what, what drives me in the world. I, I, you could look at and speak with any employer that I've ever had in my life, and they will all tell you the same thing. They will tell you that I was probably one of the best workers they ever had worked for them. I was competent. I was punctual. Like I got shit done. I didn't procrastinate. I, I refused to do that. But my work ethic was unmatched. And I got that from my mom and my dad. And I realized as I'm working post-college, I went to college. First person in my family to go to college. I went to UW-Eau Claire, which is an institution in Wisconsin. Hence why I'm a big Wisconsin Badger person and, and just Wisconsin in general. And I took a, a job in sales. And um, you know I did really well at that. And I took a job as a marketing director. I did really well at that. And then I went back to school. And I went back to school to get my MBA, my master's degree in business. I'm basically going to bury myself in fucking debt. But I also wanted to make sure I'm set up for success because I didn't want to do what my mom and my dad did. Like, I never wanted to be in a position where I had to work two, three jobs to pay the bills. Like, I never wanted to receive a pass notice due or in the mail. And I did for a while have a bank account with, like, nothing in it. It was, it was living paycheck to paycheck, and especially when the student loans kicked in. And, and for those of you out there who have student loans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I went back to school. I went to Carlson School of Management in the University of Minnesota, one of the best institutions in terms of business uh, on the planet, in my opinion. But I did the part-time program. So keep in mind, I talked about work ethic. 
I was working 40 hours a week full time for Progressive Insurance at that time while going to school three nights a week. The schools were like, the classes were like three hours long. And not on top of that, you had homework, you had exams, you had all this shit. So I'm working 40 fucking hours a week, sometimes more, going to school, doing homework. My life at that point was literally work in school, work in school. I didn't have a huge social life. Like when I go out, I'd go out, but then I would realize if I went out and went out hard, I would, I would like lose a whole day. Uh, so I graduated with my MBA in 2014, and then I moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, back to Wisconsin. And this is kind of like where my first sort of taste of sports nutrition supplements in terms of the business side came in, because I've always used sports nutrition supplements. As you know, that I, per, uh, I, I chased my dream of a, being a professional wrestler. I wrestled professionally on the independent circuit for 10 years. In 2013, I went to WWE with uh, a couple of buddies of mine for a tryout. One of the guys was Ari Davari, who's now on the WWE roster, and we'll have him on the podcast. He's a good friend of mine still. We went to Des Moines, Iowa, and we did um, a full-day session on Monday Night Raw, and then we came back to the Target Center in Minneapolis and did a full-day session at SmackDown, which was a Tuesday. And that's when we had our trial. And that's when WWE told me, like, I was too small. I showed up. Uh, I, I cut weight really bad, too. And I, I was ripped. But I was skinny. And I'm short to begin with. I'm 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, so William Regal, who is, was, was basically the, the guy who would, would talk to us, uh, said, like, you're more than welcome to come back at any time. But, you, you know, don't show up like that. With all the respect, I think he meant. Maybe. Uh, but after that, I was still going to school to get my master's degree. And I told myself, after I got my MBA... Like, I, I, I'm going to stop wrestling because I can't take an executive job in corporate America with an MBA and on weekends spend my time in underwear in the middle of a professional wrestling ring. That just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So being a pro wrestler, being Runny D, the guy that I was, was really my only time in my life where I was sort of like building my own brand and being my own business owner. So I would negotiate my own pay. I would obviously negotiate travel, et cetera. Like that was uh, my first sort of um, experience in brand building, personal brand building. Cause obviously we go through school, you, you build your brand through your resume, and, but really this was like building a brand, right? So I went to Milwaukee. I took a job with supplementwarehouse.com, which at the time was not the same supplementwarehouse.com it is today. At that time, supplementwarehouse.com was essentially the second largest.com e-commerce platform for sports nutrition. The most popular was bodybuilding, then supplement warehouse. And there was this other company that was up and coming called Amazon. Well, I went to SW or Supplement Warehouse as a internal consultant to the CEO as well as on the digital marketing side to try to help this company sort of dig themselves out of the hole in which they put themselves in. And there, I was there for six months. I went to the Olympia. I met several people when I was with them. Some people I still talk to today. Ben Benedict, who's over at Dyn uh, uh, Dimatize, good friend of mine. Like, I met him back then in 20, 2014 at the Olympia. That's the last year that Kai and Phil went against each other. Met some contacts from Europa. You know, I met a bunch of people in this industry where I realized two things. A, like there are some good people, but B, there's an opportunity to educate the consumer because really no one knows what the fuck they're buying in these products. You're buying it based on a false premise of a magazine ad that says you're going to get skin tearing pumps and explosive energy and fucking tunnel vision. When it was all like prop lens of like 3.2, 3.7 grams and really like back then, I still did not, I was not well-versed in ingredients. I was not well-versed in, in proper dosages. But we had a conversation at the Olympia in 2014 with Europa and a couple of brand owners said, like, what if we start a YouTube channel where myself and my coworker, Alex, would do product reviews and on-hand product demonstrations and explain to the consumer exactly what that product was for? Well, obviously, that never came to fruition, but the idea always stuck with me. It's like, you know, there's an opportunity here to do this. So then I left the supplement warehouse because I realized that ship was sinking. And two months after I left, they filed bankruptcy. They went out of business. And unfortunately, a couple of my friends that were there lost their jobs. Since then, SW is now owned by High Tech, which is a completely different story we can talk about some other day. But I was still stuck in corporate America. I left supplement warehouse and I took on a digital marketing role, uh, basically a digital marketing director position for a retail company, which I started to do a lot more within the digital world. So social media advertising, PPC through Google AdWords. Uh, there was retargeting, remarketing. There was a lot of stuff that I did on the digital marketing side of things, email campaigns that, that I use today at FI, obviously, because you can't build an online brand without having these tools. But I, I understood the Facebook, uh, the parameters and the structure of Facebook and how to make it work for you. And IG at that time, Instagram, was just kind of starting off. Um, 
But while I was there, my buddy, who I worked with at Progressive Insurance, went off and did his own thing. He started his own SEO company. And he said, Ryan, listen, there are these websites that you can build, we can drive traffic to, and every time someone reads your review, and then they end up buying that product through your link, you can get a little commission back on it. You can build a business on this. It's called affiliate marketing. This is no surprise to people. So then I said, okay, so how do we do that? How do we make this work for us? And I said, well, I'm passionate about fitness. I'm passionate about health. And we started tossing around the idea of making like this affiliate marketing site within the world of sports nutrition. Now, I understood that there was price plow and there was stacked at this time. So I had to think, like, how am I going to be different? Well, I knew stacked. Uh, this was before I knew Shane personally. Was primarily a news website, right? Like primarily, primarily a bulletin board of sports nutrition news. Basically, this was the opportunity for brands to contact Shane at Stack and say, "Listen, we have X flavor coming out. We have this product launch coming out. Can you post it for us?" And because his traffic is so fucking big, he got a lot of clients that way. Mike at Price Plow, very smart guy. Uh, he did a lot of the stuff that we kind of did too, but he didn't really do much of the news thing. Um, you know, he was definitely hands-on reviews. He took a bias to it. But he didn't write nutrition plans and workout plans, and he didn't necessarily do an encyclopedia of ingredients per se. He did a little bit. So I got to thinking. It's like, okay, what can I do that's different than these two? And what am I good at? Well, I know that, A, I look the part. Like, I look like I work out because I do. I'm in the gym six days a week. Being on camera to me is easy. I was a pro wrestler for 10 years. I would cut promos all the time. Hence why this microphone in front of me, if you're watching on YouTube, is branded like a WWE microphone. Like, that's, that's, that came strictly out of my wrestling days, like that idea. And, I, and, I, and I'm a geek. Like I can learn about sports nutrition and I knew a lot about sports nutrition then. This is a conversation that Brian, who does some SEO stuff for me, had in the summer of 2016 and we're on a golf course in Carver, Minnesota, which is not too far from where I live, to discuss what this looks like. And we didn't have a name yet. We weren't necessarily sure what we're going to call it and, and how it was going to work. And in the cart, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to call it Fitness Informant. And he said, hmm, it's a pretty cool name. Like, that's a cool name. And we, uh, we looked in the trademark directory. It wasn't trademarked. The domain was available. So we bought the domain. We went with Fitness Informant. And uh, a year later, I filed the trademark for it. I should have done it right away, but I, I waited time on it. But my first logo for FI was uh, not what you see on my shirt, not what you see today. It wasn't even the one you saw before that. I actually created, like, this spy-looking guy that was, was, like, the informants. And people that... We're going to be like the informants with me. And I was like, you know what? This, this idea is a lot like supplement reviews. It's stupid. Let's, let's not do that. So then I created the logo that you guys have been used to seeing prior to this new rebrand with the silhouette of the guy and the girl bodybuilders. And it said fitness informant and said, okay, let's roll with this. So it started out very slow, right? Like me, uh, nobody was going to invest in FI at this time. Like I had no following. I, I am a brand new brand that nobody gives a fuck about. Like nobody gives a fuck about you until you give them a reason to give a fuck about you. Like that is a the big advice I can give you. That is why I am so hard on some of these brands who go off and buy a booth at the expos when they got 400 followers on Instagram. What makes you think someone's going to come to a, your booth at a, at, a, at a show and give a fuck about you if they don't even want to like your page on social media? So those of you that know me, which probably not very many do, I'm very good at a lot of things, but one thing I'm terrible at is patience. I have fucking no patience. Like, I want to get things done, and it's, it's always been an issue for me. But I knew, like, if Fitness Informant was going to be a thing, like, if we were going to build this brand, I had to be patient with it. I, had, I knew it had to take time. And in my head, like, you don't go to MBA school or business school to get the MBA to work for somebody the rest of your life. You have these visions and these dreams and aspirations of building this business and running it because that's why you pay all that money, to learn the skills from those who came before you, from case studies, in these books to build a brand so you don't have to work for somebody. And I always wanted my own business. Like, I always wanted my own business. I have friends, had their own supplement company, had their own gym. And here I am, probably the smartest of my friends group. Like, and that's with all the respect, but still working for the man. But I knew, like, if I hustled and I worked hard and I built this brand, I would get respect within this industry. People would eventually take notice and recognize who and what I am. But I had to be consistent. That's the biggest thing, right? You cannot sway from what you are as a brand. And from day one, I took this approach. Like, we are going to be a, a straight-laced, no-bullshit brand. We're going to look through the marketing, and we're going to tell exactly how it is. And that just started to pick up slow steam. People took a chance on me. Luckily, I had some contacts still from the Olympia in 2014. And fast forward, this is two years later. 
that's sure you know we'll send you product and you can do some stuff so I started doing some product reviews on YouTube and we had them on the website and primarily that's all we were we were like a review website so it's like how differentiated are we Ryan like what are you doing like build this fucking brand do what you want to do then we started doing workout plans and then we started doing some fitness articles and then we started putting it trickling a little bit more. We started looking at some more of the shady, shady MLMs, right? And slowly but surely, people started watching our YouTube channel. And slowly but surely, people started taking notice. And we were active. And I was active on Facebook. I was active on Instagram. I was active on Snapchat. Obviously, I looked the part. So when people would watch our videos, like, I think intuitively, they thought right away I knew what I was talking about because I looked like I worked out. But then when they listened to my videos and they read my write-ups they understand that I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about, which is, uh, uh, it takes time. Like, I had to learn this stuff. There are certain ingredients that I come across even today that I've never heard of before. So I have to go out and contact the ingredient manufacturers of this, or I have to go look for research studies and white papers, and I read them. I literally read white papers. Not many people in a position like me do that. What they do is they Google beta alanine dosage, and they find the first fucking link that says it needs to be 3.2 grams, and they run with it. We know what I do. I go to uh, the, the national database of, of publications, right, like of articles and publications, and I read these meta-analysis and these studies where they're actually testing different dosages of beta-alanine until they say, hey, 3 to 3.5 or 3.2 is the optimal dosage based on this. It's actually the one that had the best impact on endurance, although it did not improve VO2 max and strength output. It did improve time to exhaustion and high-intensity exercises. Like That is what beta-alanine does, but people don't read it. So I said that if I need to be, if I want to be the number one brand in this space, I need to outwork and out hustle and be out and outsmart everybody else. And by outsmart, that means I need to educate myself as much as possible. I need to outsmart them when it comes to marketing. I need to outsmart them when it comes to branding. And I just put my brand head on. But all along, I'm doing this. I'm working a full-time job. So I'm building fitness informant basically on a part-time schedule, nights and weekends. I go home from work uh, you know, at, at my digital marketing job. Work on Fitness Informant every weekend, writing articles, doing reviews, doing video editing. Every weekend, that was my life. Like I sacrificed family time for two and a half years because I had this vision, this big vision in my head that I'm going to build this brand because in three to five years, I want this brand to be my full-time job. Realistically, at that time, I thought five years, and then I started seeing like we're not making any income. Like there's no money coming in. It might take a lot longer. Like how can I make income on this? And really income with affiliate websites come with traffic and come with trust. Uh, and some of the affiliate websites out there kind of ruin it for the rest of us because they, they push high commission products that are shit. And I will tell you right now, my commission structure across any of my links is exactly the same. So I have no incentive to push A product over B product, nor would I because that's not what I stand for and that's not what I believe in. Some of you who've been following us for a while might recall um, last summer was really the summer, the turning point for FI. Like we were building, then we did a transformation challenge Got a lot of entries into that, got a lot of people's attention. We did an article on Herbalife uh, that blew up, had me a million visitors in like a week at the domain, which is fucking crazy. Then the Bang thing happened. You know, Bang Energy complained about not being included in our 2018 Energy Drinks of the Year. Obviously, I came back after Bang. Um, then we went after a couple other brands as well with some of their, their profile products. And like, it, people started to realize like this Ryan guy, this fitness informant platform, they really give, they have zero fucks to give. Like, they want to do what's best for the consumer. And all along, like, if, if, in case you haven't picked up on this yet, I had to be patient. You had to build it slowly, and you have to be consistent with your messaging and what you stand for. If I partner with a brand that I maybe ripped apart, or I partner with, if I come on this podcast and I vouch for a pre workout that is a garbage fucking pre workout, that could ruin my credibility. I'm not willing to even think about doing that. And I've had conversations with brands. Now that we have a platform in which brands want to partner with and be involved with and actually have their stuff out there, I told brands I've literally walked away from thousands and thousands of dollars because we don't align with what that brand does. I can't in my right mind be authentic, which is a key word. Keep that in mind. Authentic. Authenticity. About the shit that you offer. I don't give a fuck about your money. I don't need it. What I need and what I thrive off of is the trust and confidence of all of you listening and watching to this, watching this podcast because you're priority number one. You always have been. Like my priorities and my mission, my mission, purpose, and values have, have never changed since day one. Like our goal 
is to provide that information so that way you as the consumer can make educated decisions approaching your fitness and health. Whether it's sports nutrition, diet, exercise, etc. My job is to provide that content for free forever to you because you deserve that. And it has to be accurate information based on something. It can't just be based on gut. Like I'm not going to tell you, mm, eat carrots over pears because they're better. I don't fucking know which one's better, but I'll look it up and figure out which one's better for you. But that's been the biggest thing for me. Like these brands that want to, these, these people ask me all the time, like, how do you build a brand? You need to be authentic. You need to be consistent. You need to be fucking patient and you need to work hard. You got to outwork people. Mark Cuban said this best. Being successful is not difficult. Being successful just means that you outworked everybody else. And since day one, I've had that mindset, that mentality, like I'm going to work today on fitness informant and I am going to outwork everyone else in this space. I'm going to do things and provide things that they can't or they won't. And I'm going to do what they do and I'm going to do it better. Now, that's not necessarily saying that I do everything better than price plow and stacked because I don't want to say that. I don't think that's true. I think Mike does some fucking awesome stuff on diet and keto that I'm not even interested in touching. And Shane covers a lot of brands that I never will. So we definitely all have a place to play in this pond, but all I can control is my brand and what I stand for at Fitness Informant. And if you've watched our trajectory from day one, like we've never wavered, we've never, we never came off course. It's always been this no bullshit approach because you as a consumer, you fucking deserve that. My buddy in this space who works with a large company, him and I had a great conversation at the, at, at, at the Arnold. And uh, I think I mentioned this, maybe on last week's podcast. But him and his, yeah, I did, last week's podcast. Him and his family own a salon, right? So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast with Jay Cutler, I obviously suggest you do that. But he said that the average price for a cut and color at his salon is 150 bucks. The minimum wage in that country is $15, which means that that person that comes in for that cut and color pays 10 hours of their life to have that done. We understand how hard people work for their money. Your supplements should work just as hard, if not harder for you. Like we've coined that phrase here at FI. There's no fucking reason you should walk into a GNC and be persuaded to buy a shitty product because that company's margins are better on that. I don't give a fuck about their margins. I never have. I don't give a shit about companies' margins. I care about your margins. I care about your wallet. I care about your health and wellness for putting your belief in me. Because at the end of the day, if you come to me and say, you buy XYZ pre-workout because it tastes good, and I have to tell you the truth that it's a piece of shit, listen to me. I'm not going to tell you it's a piece of shit because I'm getting anything in return for it. I'm going to tell you it's a piece of shit because you deserve to spend that money on something that's going to fucking work for you. If you want something that tastes good, go mix up a pitcher of Kool-Aid. Don't buy a $40 pre-workout because it tastes good. And that is the biggest thing. And you can see I get fired up. I get passionate about this because it's super important for me as the leader of FI, as the CEO of FI, as this being my full-time job, that you guys and girls see value in what I provide. And the only way I can provide value is shooting you straight and not beating around the bush and not trying to put a blanket on something. I mean, there are, there's a lot of eyes in this industry. There's a lot of people in this industry who try to become an influencer. And then they feel this, this is what they do. They'll get a product sent to them from a company. And there's this thing called reciprocity, right? So if you don't know what reciprocity is, here's what it is. Basically, if somebody does something nice for you, you feel obligated to do something nice for them in return. That's what we call reciprocity. If I give you a Coke, you feel shit. Now I owe him a Coke. And at some point, you're probably going to repay me that Coke. So if a company recognizes that there's an influencer who's not educated, who's not me, and they say, okay, this person's got a little bit of influence, really doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, they're going to send them a product. And that reviewer gets a free product and they feel special because they just got a free product from that company. So they feel obligated to provide a good review of that product. Here's the deal. When people send me product, they damn well know that I may not like that product. And if I don't like that product, I don't give a shit how much that product costs or what it costs to that brand. I'm going to tell my fan base, my followers, that I don't like that product. And here's why. I'm going to give an explanation to why. I'm going to break down the ingredient profile as to why. I have no obligation to be nice to brands. None. Even brands who partner with us. Like they know when they partner with FI, if they send me a, 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 a basically a tub of dog shit, I'm going to tell people it's a tub of dog shit. Because money doesn't influence anything that I do in terms of 
product reveals, no bullshit product reviews. Yeah, they might get a banner on the website, like there might be a clickable ad, like that's great and it's really good for branding and it's good for them. But that's not going to influence what I ta- tell you guys about and what I what I try to help you better understand, what I try to help steer you in direction. So back to the story at hand, like we're just building this brand based on authenticity, building this brand based on consistency, building this brand on being true to ourselves. There's one thing that I've learned from pro wrestling that is fantastic, and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those of you who are wrestling fans, you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is. Stone Cold Steve Austin said this. The Stone Cold Steve Austin you saw in the 20 by 20 ring was the same Stone Cold Steve Austin you'd see at, at his house on a, on, a, on a Wednesday night, just dialed up by 10. This is who I am, you know? Like, this is who I am and what I believe in. And sure, I dial it up sometimes for this podcast or YouTube videos, but I open my fucking doors to my house. I let you people see into my life because it's important for me to connect with all of you on a personal level. Granted, we've never met. But if you know how I live my life and you know the choices that I make, I think that in your minds gives you an opportunity to get to know me as a person. And when you get to know me as a person, I think you feel more appreciative towards the information that I provide you, right? Like I would say many of us are digital platform friends. Although we never met in person, you trust me and I trust you. I I love your feedback. The outpouring of support from people since I left my full-time job to do Fitness Informant has been fantastic. But I don't waver away from just like opening the doors and letting you people see what's going on in my world. Like this is my office. This is my home office. It's not big. It's not special. But it does well. You know, I can come in here and I can work. And I was able to just authentically gain more followers and get more traffic to the website and get more people to believe in this platform and what we're trying to do. And I got brands to believe in it. Like I mentioned, at the Arnold, in the past, I would have to reach out to people, to brands, and say, can I please get 30 minutes of your time to explain to you what Fitness Informant is, what we're trying to accomplish, and how we can work together. But this year at the Arnold, it was different. They reached out to me and they said, Ryan, we'd like to sit down with you for a half hour. We know what you're about. We're all behind what you're about. We want to partner with you. We want to make, we want to support your platform because we feel we need to help educate the masses of consumers who are out there spending their hard-earned money on products on an everyday basis. That means that people are recognizing and people understand what we're doing. And that means that we're actually making a movement in this industry. It's not just me. It's all of us. Everybody listening to this podcast. Everybody who believes in Fitness Informant. There will be times, though, I will tell you this, that I may say the wrong thing, or I may fuck up in a, in a, in a I may mispronounce a, uh, an ingredient, and I'm not always right. But what I will do is this. If I recognize that I'm wrong, I will apologize for it. I will correct it. But I won't, on purpose, say something I don't mean, say something I don't believe in. I will walk away from thousands and thousands of dollars because it's not important to me. It's not important to me to to taint this brand that we all built. There are companies out there that are afraid of Fitness Informant. They are afraid of us because they know we will tell it how it is. And their only, their only rebuttal to, the, uh, to, to our brand is to threaten to sue us. Like there are bullies in this industry that don't like brands like me. Exposing them for who they are. And the only card they can play is I'm going to have my lawyer contact you and sue your ass. That is what we call bullying, people. But that also is what we call, we made it. We did something good. So how did I leave corporate America? Like, what happened? People believed. People believed in FI. Brands believed in FI. And I have to say, like, I owe so much thanks to so many people, even dating back to when we started. You know, a company would send me one product back in 2016 to review. Thank you. You gave me the opportunity to showcase my talents. You gave me the opportunity to little by little build this brand. Little by little, I built this brand based on just differentiating myself from the competition, differentiating myself from who's out there and just being me and being fucking real and not being persuaded by money. Because there are a lot of pay-to-play platforms out there, meaning like they will vouch for a product when that product is a piece of shit because they got paid money to do so. I can't do that. I'll tell you now. I've had people reach out to me about brand spotlights on the Fitness Informant. I look at their brand and I look at their SKUs and I say, listen, man, you might have a good story, but if you don't have a good product, I can't, I can't take your money and I can't help you out. It's just not important to me. 
You know, we have a platform. People pay our platform like they'd pay Facebook to get some of their messaging out there in terms of like their brand. But we're unbiased as fuck. We will not inject false wisdom into conversation. Like that is not going to happen. But working with these brands over and over and then finally realizing towards the end of 2018, like we have something special here. Like how can we take this brand and how can we make it special? How can we put money behind the brand to try to get it to move forward into the next spectrum, the next sphere? Because what we were doing was great, but we weren't reaching as many people as we wanted to. Why? Because we weren't investing a ton of money in the marketing. The, the, the website wasn't making a ton of money. But people believed in me and believed in FI. And they wanted to support us. And the support that we received went back directly in the marketing to build this brand and blow this thing out of the water. We rebranded the company before we made any money. I rebranded that, this logo here you see on my shirt in my office. I rebranded it because I said I need a brand that's cool. I need a brand that people want to wear. I need a brand that people would love to put a t-shirt on, go to the gym and clang and bang, tell their friends about. That is what brand I need to have. And albeit we were that my logo wasn't cool. It was a silhouette of a dude and a chick. It wasn't cool. This logo is fucking cool. Like, I've been told it's pops. It's really cool. It started there at the end of 2018. And then we started partnering with brands. And one thing led to another uh, to the point where I had a big, a big you know, moment where I had to sit down and make a decision. Like, there are obligations on FI that I need to fulfill. And I can't possibly do that if I'm working full-time 40 hours a week in another job. And again, I was a brand manager. For a Fortune 500 company, managing a brand worth $140 million fucking dollars. I walked away from it all, making six figures. Walked away from it all. Because albeit I enjoyed that job, and I enjoyed that company, and they treated me very well, and I'm grateful and thankful for that company. And they taught me a lot of things. It wasn't where my heart was. It wasn't where my passion was. And it wasn't fair to them to be at work thinking about fitness informant thinking about how I can grow this platform, thinking about what I can do to get more people aware and educate people on what they're doing. And we got to the point where it's like, you know what? We can do this. We can do this now. It makes sense. Let's go. You know, let's go. And I ultimately made the decision to walk away from corporate America to pursue my dreams and passions of being a small business owner that I went to business school for. I went and got an MBA. And I, you know, talking to guys like Aaron Singerman and, and you know, friends like Mark Lobar and the outpouring of support from this industry saying, like, congratulations, man. Go do it. You're going to kill it. You're doing great. But really, like, Aaron Singerman and, and Darielle Singerman, the Singerman family of Redcon 1 was one of the first conversations that I had about it because Aaron was one of the first ones to believe in FI in terms of, like, a platform in which he could, you know, he could partner with. And um, the vote of confidence from those two, it, it was great, you know, and, and you'll go to, you'll go to our website and realize that Redcon's not the highest rated products on the website either. Right. So like that tells you right there, it doesn't influence how we rate things, but they, they, they saw something in me. They saw something in this platform. And then those, those two, especially Aaron being the marketing genius that he is, you know, when he tells you things, you, you listen. And he wasn't the only one to tell me those things like Mark Glazer. If you follow Mark Glazer on Facebook, you can see he posted a bunch of stuff from the Arnold Classic Weekend. We had dinner with Mark Glazer. For three hours, we talked sports nutrition. Mark texted me, and he said that this industry is lucky to have me. Like, that means so much to someone like me because I wasn't really part of this industry. I kind of, like, forced my way into it, right? Like, sure, I had the brief stint at the, at the Olympia in 2014, but I had no fucking place being in this place. I made my place. I forced my way in by being better than others. I forced my way in by speaking my mind, speaking the truth, and helping people. I forced my way in by making companies and brands recognize, like, we are going to test your theories of bullshit unless you straighten up your product catalog. And here we are. In 2019, this is my full-time job. You go to my LinkedIn. I am a full-time founder and CEO of fitnessinformer.com. Every other job I've ever had has an end date. The only one that doesn't is this FI CEO position. So the moral of the story is this. If you want to build a fitness brand, you want to pursue that brand full-time, you need to have several traits. One is obviously patience because it does not happen overnight. And for whatever reason, a guy like myself, which has absolutely no patience, was able to do it. And I'm grateful. You have to be consistent. Like your brand has to be consistent. You can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You need to be consistent with your messaging, with your branding, with how you approach your business. And how do you be consistent as you literally put on your wall a mission, a purpose, and values, and you stick to them. 
That is your guiding, that is your North Star. I literally have a piece of paper in my office because I don't have them on the wall yet, but I will, of my mission statement, of my purpose statement, and of the values of this company. And the values really, I mean, the biggest thing is always do the right thing. You know, always do the right thing is something that I have lived by for FI. Always do the right thing is something that I try to live by in my personal life. You know, I, I fuck up sometimes. I do. But, like, in business, like, always do the right thing. And make sure you follow your guiding star, your mission statement. Like, what are you out here to accomplish? And your mission statement should not be about me. It should be about we. As in, what can I do? What can I do with my platform to make your lives better? Because your number one, priority number one has always been the people. It always will be the people. Those of you who have interacted with me, have DM'd with me, have emailed me, know how quick I am to respond unless I'm sleeping. And it, it, it irritates my family. It does. I'm on my phone way too much. But it's important for me to be punctual. It's important for me to get back to you. And that's the thing, right? Like I told you, I opened the curtains. I opened the doors to my personal life and to my life in general. I try to respond to everyone who has a question. I try to respond to every YouTube comment. Sometimes it's tough, but literally I make a point to sit down in the morning and go through things that I missed and try to respond because I owe that to you. I owe that to this fan base, to this consumer base, to these people who put their trust in me. And I'll tell you right now, if I don't have the answers, I will try to find somebody that does because I don't want to give you the wrong answer. I want to be truthful. I want to be honest. I want to be trustworthy, and I want to stick to my values for you people. And if I ever find myself swaying from that path, I'll slap myself right in the face. Because everything that you work hard to build, you know, two and a half years, I can sit here and I literally have not like had a chance to slow down to really sit back and realize exactly what it is that I accomplished. But it's 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 impressive. I mean, it, you know, it literally is impressive to go from being a kid sleeping on the couch at the age of 14 to being the first person in his family to go to undergrad college to burying himself in debt by going to business school to leaving several jobs and then finally leaving a job that was essentially most people would only dream of having in corporate America to run my baby, to run this thing that we built. So be consistent, be patient, be authentic because those are things that can really help build a brand. You look at some of the best brands out there. They all do that. They're all authentic. They're all, they're all consistent in their messaging. They care. They have values. They stick to them. That's the biggest thing. And yes, you need money. You need to invest money. You need to invest time. You need to work hard. You need to hustle. You need to be smart. And with those things, you can be successful. But it's how bad do you want something? I didn't want anything more than fitness informing. Even looking back, like, at my professional wrestling career, I can honestly say that I wanted this more. I wanted FI to be my full-time thing more than I ever wanted to be an active wrestler on the WWE roster, which is crazy because in first grade, I wrote a paper saying I want to be a pro wrestler nothing else. So I'm humbled today. I'm humbled every day. I'm grateful today. I'm grateful every day for the last two and a half years for this journey that I can sit here and tell you guys about. And there are people who have helped me get here. Obviously, my family has put support in me, my friends, you, everyone listening to this podcast, the brands, you know, that I talked about, like people like Glazer, Singerman, um, Matt Coleman. I mean, there's, there's plenty of people, Robert Oliver over at the Genius Brand, Land Suggs over at Intel. I mean, I could go through the list. Anthony Rodriguez at Primeval, uh, Moby over at Olympus. Like, I mean, there are plenty of people, Nick down at Rice, um, Greg Helton over at Muscle Sport. There are just plenty of people I could just like literally thank like an Oscar awards show. You know, Cage, Chris Gethin, Cage Muscle, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, believes in me. You know, Jay Cutler, bodybuilder, believes in me. Ronnie Coleman, believes in me. Those are cool votes of confidence to have, but they wouldn't have came if I didn't make an impact on my own, if I didn't stand up for what I believe in and push the envelope a bit. I've gotten threatened to be sued several times, people, because I'm trying to stand up for you and for what's right. And I'm okay with that. So for the first two and a half years, we really did a lot of cool things, really a lot of special things. But now that this is full time for me, let's go. You know, let's put our foot on the pedal and let's just go. And if there's suggestions or things that you want on the platform, let me know. I want to be able to provide that for you. So this is my story. This is how I built a fitness brand that I was able to walk away from a six-figure paying corporate America position to pursue this, and I, I couldn't be happier. Like, someday I'll probably sit down, take a second, think about it, and realize 
my God, look what we did. And I think about the future, and I think about what we're going to accomplish as a brand and where we could go, and I have ideas. And that's how Fitness Informant started, right, with an idea. And now I have more and more ideas just swirling around and trying to figure out which one makes the most sense for this brand. Where do we go from here? And I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with how we treat this and what we do uh, because I don't half-ass anything. you got to be all in, right? you got to be all in. And that's why I took this leap of faith. Uh, I have great people. Brian, the guy I talked about in terms of the golf course, he's still with me, still helping out with some search engine optimization stuff. Um, I brought on Gerhardt. He uh, was fantastic over at the Arnold and, and trying to bring him on full-time to help this as well. And, you know, there might be an opportunity for some of you listening to this podcast to come on and be a full-time FI employee at some point. That's the goal. I mean, we're, we want to build an empire in terms of, like, the more people we have that are educated and that are experienced, the more people we can touch and impact by providing the right information to help them make a better decision as they approach their health and wellness. That's our mission statement. Mission statement is simple, man, that nobody ever approaches a health or fitness decision ever again without being uneducated because you should know what you're talking about. You should know what you're getting yourself into, and our platform is going to provide that. So I hope this has maybe been a little bit motivating for those of you who are starting a brand or want to do something different. Like you understand it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. You have to work your ass off. You have to sacrifice things in your life. You have to take money out of your own pocket and put it into something. Like that's tough sometimes. But I think if you believe in something strong enough, you're passionate about it, you work hard, you're authentic, you're consistent, and you're patient, and you're patient, you can literally do anything. It's not cliche, right? Like if you can dream it and believe it, you can do it. You've heard people say that. It's definitely possible. And I'm a testament to that. A kid came from nothing, man. Regs are, I wouldn't say riches by any means, but you know, came from nothing to now being my own boss, contributing to my own 401k, running payroll every month, paying myself. This wouldn't have been possible without, with all of you. So uh, I, I just need to thank you all for your vote of confidence, for your belief in me, and, and uh, know this, like you have my attention, you have all of me moving forward in terms of like, this is my promise to you, nothing's going to change in terms of how we approach things. This no bullshit attitude is going to keep going, moving forward as we expand and grow fitness informant and try to impact and touch the lives of so many people. And the only way we can do that is through the, help, the, the support of you guys, the word of mouth. So if you wouldn't mind, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, subscribe to the podcast, write a review, rate us. That helps out the algorithm. Share it with a friend. Let people know about fitnessinformant.com. Let them know about what we stand for. And let's build this brigade of people who are in this together to accomplish the same thing. Let's build a brigade of people who want to live better lives through health and fitness. And let's build a brigade of people who don't want the bullshit anymore in their life when it comes to the supplement industry, when it comes to the fitness industry, when it comes to your health and wellness. I'll lead the pack as much as I can, man. I will do everything I can to be a good leader and to be a good person for all of you. And uh, don't hesitate to ask any questions. DM us, Facebook message us, email me, ryan at fitnessinformer.com. It's what I do. It's what I do. So uh, next week's show, it's going to be interesting. We're probably going to have to publish it up. I'm actually uh, going out to bodybuilding.com. So I will explain more about that on next week's podcast of why I'm there and what I'm doing there. But it's a very cool, unique opportunity for Fitness Informant and for me and myself. Uh, I've never been to Boise. I've never been to bodybuilding.com, but that is really what has happened with this brand. I will be having dinner with Chris Gethin, and I will be going to bodybuilding.com. So very cool for us. I want to thank you guys again for listening to this podcast, listening to my story, listening to how we built this brand, and continue to support Fitness Informant moving forward. Uh, subscribe to us on all of the different podcast platforms, which is iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher. Uh, YouTube. Um, go ahead to the social media channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter as well. And as always, our official website is fitnessinformant.com. Uh, until then, until next week, I appreciate you all tuning in, listening to my story, hang loose, be informed.